0: Welcome to Live Fully, an the Naturals podcast, where we share information about the world of natural medicine, like Kratom. I'm co-founder of Etha Victor, and with me is co-founder Alexander. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Today, we're going to talk about our protocols for improving immunity. Like our routines, our morning routines. Routine. That's a better word. Yeah. <laughs> we're so
1: official with protocol. <laughs> All right. Let's get started. Because yours is always the same, I'm sure. Very
0: strict. Try to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, when kind of COVID hit the world, it became paramount to start looking at our immune system and trying to do things to improve. I have to admit, before that, I really didn't care that much. You know, I was like, ah, you know, as long as you have a pretty decent diet, do a little exercise, you're fine. And COVID really, that was kind of the silver lining for me, was giving me like more focus on how to make sure I'm supplementing correctly with the right vitamins and supplements. So, yeah, that was was a a dark time, but it it led to better behavior, at least for me personally. And I've tried to share the information with everyone I can. Good. As you guys know, now I've been pushing these vitamins and supplements to everybody in the office only because I just care. You know, I've, I've seen it in myself where ever since I've started taking vitamins and supplements regularly you know i've been less sick i've if i do get sick it i recover super fast and you know my symptoms are mild at best sometimes i don't even know that i'm sick i go oh yeah when someone points it out to me like hey you're a little bit like off today and i go yeah i guess i'm a little bit tired or feel a little weak and i'm like oh yeah i think i got everything i got the same sickness that everyone else has but they're like dying, (laughs) coughing and phlegm everywhere. I'm like, oh yeah, I got your thing, but. Oh yeah, feel a little, feel like
1: a headache for like
0: five minutes, cool. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm like, it must be all that. Before I started doing all the, the vitamins and everything, I got sick pretty regularly. I remember thinking there's something wrong with me because I would get, I remember getting like a bronchitis or some sort of congestion and it wouldn't leave. It was like months. And I, ju- I had just started a job with TD Ameritrade. And, you know, when your first day, you're trying to make a good impression. And I had this, like, awful cough. And I had, like, an office the size of this conference room here. And, you know, people were, all the managers were coming in. Every and, single person. So now you're <laughs> getting every person I'm just, sick. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'm your new head of HR. <laughs> They're like, yeah, no, it's okay. So, So that's still very memorable in my mind. And I don't know why I never thought to do anything about it. I just said, I guess I just must be, that's just me. You know, I'm susceptible to these things and I get sick more than others and it lasts forever and, you know, but I get through it. So, you know, what's the big deal? I never made a change until, until COVID kind of hit. So
1: yeah, I mean, most of the common cures or ways to prevent that is like, were a lot of wives tales or myths about. Don't, you know, stay in wet clothes out in the cold. You're going to get sick, like kind of based off of. Yeah. So, yeah, it was never really what food are you eating? Are you drinking enough water? Are you taking all your nutrients? And I mean, it makes sense that your body needs a lot of complex nutrition and that it should help your body function better if you get the right minerals,
0: compounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the duh. But like when you actually do the research and start doing it like, yeah, of course. (laughs) But, you know. You just don't you just get into those routines. So what do you do, Alex, to make sure that your immune system is in tip-top shape? Ooh, I mean in general, like I think it goes back to just the
1: try to give a get a healthy diet, which and for healthy for me is whole foods or food products that are more natural and simple. So try to stay away from processed packaged items as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I Like to prepare my own food. Most most of the time, mm-hmm. and so that's just kind of simple ingredients and simple preparation methods. So that way, I'm getting natural nutrients from that side. Um, I do like to add in the supplement scoop. I'll call it that you created. So you have a <laughs> this nice bag of all yeah. sorts of mixtures of mushrooms, vitamins, minerals, yeah. longevity. I don't know what what else is in that bag that we are starting yeah. to kind of take.
0: It, it started with like i said it started with the pandemic when it hit there was a big push for zinc and vitamin d right Mm -hmm. there was a lot of talk about it right my mom
1: was always a big my so my mom was a pharmacist and she was Mm -hmm. always a big proponent of any time when i was growing up or family's getting sick she like give us like zinc lozenges because it's Mm -hmm. just such a good like our body uses zinc to help kill bacteria and that side so it's
0: yeah it's a simple treatment but I, i never heard of it i only heard of you know vitamin c Make sure you have good vitamin C, get a vitamin C booster or whatever it is, and, and you'd be fine. And I didn't really learn about zinc or vitamin D until a couple of years ago. So yeah, that's, that was like the start of it which just, let's just get some zinc. And then the whole vitamin D deficiency, which was linked to a lot of the severe cases of COVID where folks were just deficient in vitamin D and that was their their, their problem, uh, not getting enough sunlight yes. yep. or supplementing properly or getting it in their food. Well, it's interesting too. I mean, I've not researched vitamin D much, but
1: just from what I have heard in the last few years it seems that research has shown that vitamin D is much more complex than just a simple vitamin. It actually acts sometimes more like a hormone signaling system from the little bit I've read. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, it's amazing how complex any of these items are once you kind of start digging into it. It's it's kind of a multi-use, I don't know, compound vitamin. Mm -hmm. It's more than just that.
0: Yeah, not just for immune system. It does all kinds of wondrous things or important essential things for your body yeah so that was how it started and then like everything you just continue to research and look at other things you can add in and at the time you and i were uh you introduced me to the the wonders of the mushroom kingdom like the and i'm not talking about super mario brothers although (laughs) it was a good movie (laughs) so uh but to fungi and and as as a good supplement you had a friend that had a company or maybe still does have that company uh what was it called wild yeah, a kingdom. Uh, Wild Kingdom, mm-hmm. and
1: and so yeah, he would uh, harvest wild mushrooms for their nutritional compounds. And yeah, mushrooms are super fascinating as far as they're more similar to animals as far as their DNA structure than plants. And then we share quite a bit of that DNA somewhere you know, far back in our lineage. Mm-hmm. And so all these kind of complex compounds from mushrooms are very beneficial. And then, I think Paul Statements, who is kind of a very I love the what, guy. world-renowned researcher. <laughs> and I mean, he's made just, I mean, some of the stuff he's made for like pesticides from mushroom compounds or even like a uh, parasitic medicines for bees, the mm-hmm. ones that kind of, I mean, just, it's crazy what comes from mushrooms. And then even mm-hmm. if we look at things like, I think uh, statins for drug development was originally like an accident out of some tea shop in, in Japan. And then even like penicillin is kind of a a antibacterial accident that happened in that same same way. So, yeah, it's it's a fascinating what medicinal compounds come from mushrooms that we really haven't even discovered yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He has a Paul has some great uh, documentaries on uh, Netflix. So I've been watching a couple of those. Uh, He talks a little bit about, you know, the the mushrooms that we take daily, but then also into kind of the psychedelic realm and and those kinds of mushrooms as well too. So, but fascinating documentaries. I also love it because he's, he was featured in a a Star Trek show, uh, the new Discovery show. So any spoilers for any of those that haven't watched Discovery, but yeah, season one, one of the ways they travel through space and, and go beyond warp speed is traveling through the mycelium network and and is the the character's name is like commander or whatever lieutenant it. so it's, oh, nice A little homage to him that's mm-hmm. awesome yeah it's so cool so yeah anyway uh but anyway so you introduced me to to that whole world and so i started using paul stuff from um his company's called host, host, host defense? defense yes host defense so started using his Stamets, whatever seven, five, whatever the number yes. is. <laughs> so, and then cordyceps, rishi's lion's mane, turkey tail, all of it. And really liking the experience. And so what I've what I've added into the mix is Rishi and uh, and Lion's mane. So those are the two that uh, I typically make sure I add in and if I have anything else laying around, I just got throw it into the cocktail anyway. Uh, so yeah, so those are the mushrooms. And then, you know, it, it becomes a thing where like, it's, you're, you're taking it daily or you're trying to take it daily. I try. You're doing a really good job, which is awesome. I most, I've, yeah, most
1: days I'm, I'm pretty good at it. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Now that it's easy for me just to kind of come into the office and like one scoop and I put it in my kratom tea and then, mm-hmm. I, there are, the flavor is not fantastic, as <laughs> as you know, because I definitely, yeah, I am very consistent. I also complain consistently. Oh, Always. Like, oh. <laughs> because yeah. it is one of, like, it is a pretty terrible flavor. I think it's the resveratrol that kind of gives it that
0: yeah. flavor, and it's made from, like, grape skins or something yeah. super bitter, it has yeah, like, these tannins and, like... Yeah. That's why, yesterday, I tried it with our refresh-brewed kratom tea, and then add in some MCT powder nice, and then add in the the mix. And I think the the kind of like you're drinking Kratom tea, so you're expecting it to be a little bit more bitter. So kind of your brain, for me at least, it was nice. like, okay, it's supposed to taste a little bit bitter and off. So, okay, it's cool. And then the MCT kind of milded it down a little bit and tempered it. So I don't know, try it. I don't know if you tried it today. I know you couldn't try it yesterday because... Yeah, I'll try you to add, some. That'll be
1: good, yeah. I'll add some MCT powder to my tea today.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right, because you already brute, take it yeah. with brute. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, so this cocktail starts with that. And then, I don't know, it's just because you're taking it regularly anyway, you start thinking like, well, what else do I need to take regularly? And then, so, you know, my wife, Lisa, uh, she needed to take more magnesium and add that to her diet. So you research That's a surprise
1: magnesium. how many people probably need more magnesium. hmm because that was and I think that's part of the what I've seen kind of the old uh, the side of too much sodium is bad and so people kind of try to stay away from it but I think some of the research shows that well it's really more about having a balance of all of the salts because magnesium potassium sodium all of those are kind of have different functions throughout the body mm-hmm. and generally I think what happens if people are very conscious about cutting out sodium we typically cut out all the salts. And so that's oh, where it's kind of uh, an issue. And that's where people can really don't yeah have, and, we, and, and since we do have so much sodium, table salt is everywhere and anywhere. We don't have the same with magnesium potassium. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot more effort to try and find those.
0: Yeah, what I found was I, I was on this routine of eating uh, one or two bananas a day, especially in the evening as my dessert, with peanut butter. And so I was getting the magnesium from the peanuts, from the peanut butter, and the potassium from the bananas, and I was doing it with the whole f- family. And I noticed that normally I only sleep four or five hours a day, but I was actually getting more sleep. I'm like, oh, I think the only thing that's really changing is this, this added routine. So I don't know, for me at least, it helped out. And then of course I stopped, and then now I'm back to my regular sleep routine. But, <laughs> but anyway, so we, I added in magnesium to it. Uh, and and then you and I started getting interested in longevity research. And we have a close friend of ours who is very, very, very interested in longevity. And so he was telling us about all kinds of things and protocols and all of that and, and linking us to people like David Sinclair, who's doing a bunch of research into longevity. And so we started to add a couple of those <laughs> into the mix now. And that's the resveratrol that you were you're talking about, you know, high in antioxidants, uh, anti-inflammation, but linked also to a bunch of research on longevity. Uh, and then we also added in uh, NMN, which I don't know the, what yeah, it actually what it is, uh, for, yeah. whatever type. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know the name, but I know what it does. And so mm. it's, it's a precursor to NAD+, which is the main fuel source for mitochondria. So mitochondria are kind of the workhorse of our cells, kind of, and so the more those function, kind of, the more they repair, the more they build, the more they kind of seem to kind of counter the effects of aging.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that's in there, uh, and I'm sure there's again just what oh we, quercetin that again was kind of made popular during the pandemic. Uh, and does a lot of good things I, I suffer from uh, allergies like I'll, all folks have some degree of allergies and you know I do a lot of yard work and that always gets me going to all the uh, histamine stuff that's in the air and the weeds and all that stuff so so quercetin acts as an antihistamine so add that in too and I read somewhere, really started with some research that showed that it helps to your body absorb other things like zinc and vitamin D. I don't know if that's true or not, but I was like, well, I'm taking all these vitamins and supplements. If it's not really absorbing into my body, then I need something to help it out. If that's the case, then let's add it to the mix. And then I found out, well, it also is an antihistamine. I'm like, oh, wonderful, because I, I personally need that. So so that gets added into, And that gets the yellow color that, that's... Uh, attributed oh, okay, to the, yes. the mix nice so, so and i think that might be it who knows this like, time this, time this I'm, I'm
1: sure yeah i'm sure on the, the reorder phase we'll add a few more things in yeah. there
0: <laughs> yeah i love it i mean it's as long as you're just conscientious of it and trying to make sure you're adding in stuff and especially as you're getting older too i find that i am i know like this is kind of builds in your system and long term it makes you better but i do maybe it's placebo effect, I actually do feel the days that I do remember, I do feel better. And maybe it is placebo effect, but it does make me feel kind of healthier and more alert and alive. So I don't know. I'm glad yeah, we're doing it. I
1: mean, I guess I think that's the hardest thing about immune system kind of taking care of it, making building it because it is a very complex system. And it's, it's one of those things where there's a lot of I mean, you mentioned allergies where less well, your immune system kind of going a little haywire and almost attacking itself a little bit. And so it's this complex super strong system that we need to fight off parasites, bacteria, viruses, but then also it's that kind of fine line of making sure that it goes against what we want it to and not against kind of too healthy far. Cells. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a, it's a super fascinating complex area that and that's that's one thing we're trying to find research on it. I found kind of basic research where we kind of know directionality. That plants produce some of these compounds to defend itself against parasites, bugs, viruses. And there's some evidence that those have medicinal properties as far as being antibacterial, antiviral. And then there's some thought that when we or other organisms eat those plants, then our body can use those as now a defense against others. Mm -hmm. And so it is this kind of... of It's one of those. Is that part? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Kratom? I know we take Kratom I tr- I'm trying to take Kratom regularly and trying to remember to do so. Any research any link at all to immune system and with with Kratom? I found several articles that claim
1: there's kind of this immune boosting potential of Kratom, uh, but I have not found any research directly looking at. Cratum for immunity. And so it's kind of a very weak link. It's kind of more anecdotal or historical uses. I mean, there are some antibacterial properties that have been shown, at least like in vitro. So kind of looking at just kind of lab bench work and seeing that there are compounds. So it would be kind of related to some of that just general research. Okay, plants that produce some of these same antibacterial or antiviral compounds also seem to help with immune boosting kind of symbiotic relationship and that's kind of as far as research goes so it's not directly to kratom but some of the plants in general that produce these compounds have some beneficial effects and so it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of more almost like a common sense type understanding versus direct research Mm -hmm. and you said in vitro what does that mean So that would be in like a living cells that are, say, outside of a living organism. And so in vitro means that we take something and we want to look at an individual part of an organism. So take that one type of cell and take maybe a test tube or a petri dish, do some experimentation on it. Mm -hmm. In vivo would then be actually putting, say, a compound in a full living organism to see how it reacts. And that's kind of some of the steps. So we kind of see how these things work because part of it is that drugs have to get to the certain cells of a body to function properly so that's where it's kind of the first step of will this drug or compound interact with these cells what does it do and then if you give it to a living organism does that then have the same effect because sometimes we'll see it where uh, compounds or drugs can have an effect on a certain cell but then if an animal or organism eats it well then the stomach or some other enzyme will process it and flush it away before it ever gets to that part of the body. So that's mm-hmm. why there's, kind of, the, there's both kind of the drug effect and then drug delivery of where it goes.
0: Mm-hmm. The complexities of drug it's, development or research on any of these botanicals. And, it's yeah.
1: amazingly complex, mm-hmm. just even in single molecules. And as we talk about plants or multiple compounds, fascinatingly complex and just amazing how it works.
0: Yeah, I the, uh, the last research you showed me about uh, glucose and kratom mm. uh, and the uh, enzyme that it, it blocks, I forgot what it was called, but I remember the part of the research that I, that I was reading showed results for just uh, mitragynide and then for the complete kratom alkaloid, all the alkaloids together. And while... If I'm citing it wrong, you'll correct me, I know, but the metragenine was was better than existing drugs on kind of reducing glucose in the system and, and for obesity and those kinds of drugs. But that the one that was full alkaloids was even better. And then it's like, wow, well, great. But then how do you isolate it? Because there's several alkaloids happening. And in what variety of kratom were they using? did they actually measure all the different alkaloids and which one is actually attributing to this effect? Or is it all kind of working together as we all kind of talk about when, especially when we talk about plant medicine, there's this synergistic effect that happens,
1: so. Yeah, and and what's fascinating, what you're referencing, I think glucosidase is the enzyme that breaks down carbohydrates into glucose. And kratom has this uh, effect that inhibits that enzyme. And yes, mitragynine does inhibit that enzyme, but then the full plant extract would inhibit it at a much greater extent. And what's fascinating is that it's not like to me, it's it's one thing when you kind of expect okay, if I do if I have something that has an effect and I add another one to it, we kind of normally see these incremental improvements. Like for me, if I'm doing some kind of workout or I kind of I kind of feel like I get maybe like 10% better or 20% better. But with these compounds and natural effects and that synergistic effect, it seems to be orders of magnitude, where mitragynine by itself was maybe you know five or six times more potent than compared to the drug they tried, but then the full extract was like 30 or 50 times. So it's, yeah. it's shocking how it's not just a small improvement, it's there's some functioning that's orders of magnitude much, much better, which is the really fascinating how complex and how it works to provide that benefit.
0: All right, let's, uh, let's stop it there. If anyone wants more information on the topic we just discussed, there's blogs that we've written. So go to our site, ethanaturals.com, look up uh, immunity or immune system. I'm sure the blog will come up. If it's not, we'll talk to the IT team to to correct it, SEO it properly.
1: Thank you for tuning in. Please support us by shopping at ethanaturals.com and giving us a follow on our social at ethanaturals.
0: And as always, if you have any suggestions for topics that you'd like us to discuss, please write to us at support at ethanaturals.com. Either we'll make a full segment out of it, or we're going to be introducing a new segment into our our show where we're going to do kind of quick fire answer questions because there's some questions that are very short responses that don't require a full discussion around them. So Alexander and I will do our best just to knock out a couple of those on each episode. So that'll be... Coming with future episodes, so tune in on, on those. I don't know what I'm gonna call them, maybe Ask a Founder or something like that. So, anyway, stay tuned for that. And of course, until next time,
1: live, live fully. fully! Yay!